Welcome to Murder Cop Chronicles podcast. Uh, I guess surprise. Uh, I said something about doing a Louisiana crime one this weekend. Uh, my unit overheated today, so I had to take a pool unit to come home in. and I was going to go write tickets instead. And I don't like doing it in a pool unit because all my stuff and computer and stuff's in my unit. So I just came home instead. So since I had extra time, so I said, screw it. I threw this together real fast and uh, so do Louisiana crime this evening. So I guess surprise. <laughs> I didn't realize I played the wrong opening music uh, for that one. But oh well, it is just me. It's not me and Holster. Uh, I think he's still working. So, we'll get the housekeeping out the way. If uh, if you're watching on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or uh, Facebook, like and subscribe. Hit the bell to be notified when we do go live. If you're listening to the audio portion of it and you're on Apple, uh, you'll write a five-star review. Uh, shout it out. I think on Spotify you uh, can't write it, but you can still uh, give five star. Yep. What's up? What's up, Jeremy? <laughs> so, uh, get that housekeeping out the way. Uh, I want to say I appreciate uh, Steve Gould with uh, Thanks Please See. Gave me a shout out. And also, Bam's uh, design. Uh, cups and stuff like that on his uh last last episode it's 95 95th episode so i appreciate that and uh let's uh let's start it off i mean i i got a lot of uh stories to talk about uh i didn't even write do all of them that i had i'm gonna some of them are short really short so i'm gonna try to get to all of them you're on your way home now huh (laughs) Like I just decided to, I got home and I was like, screw it. I, I just decided to do it. So I I get spontaneous like that every now and then. It don't happen too often, but it, it does happen. Uh, let's get it started. You know, this first story has to be, has to be, Anastasia said she's on her way home too. Uh, 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 Jeremy says traffic is crappy. It's always crappy through Baton Rouge, unfortunately. This story here, you know it has to be out of Louisiana. This fella right here. I'm going to pull up a picture. This fella right here who looks really, really sad. Okay. He was arrested. I think just this past weekend. Uh, You want to know what he was arrested for? course we do this is in vachery louisiana this man was arrested by deputies late saturday night when he was caught stealing what crawfish out of a crawfish pond uh on la 3127 the st james parish sheriff's office said 39 year old lance uh not real sure how to pronounce his last name so he's just gonna be by go by lance he was found with uh, three sacks of crawfish at 11.39 p.m. Saturday. 
which uh, what sacks are anywhere between 30, 30, 30, pound, 30 pounds to 40 pounds, I guess, I'm guessing. So uh, what he did was sneak into somebody's crawfish pond, I guess, uh, went and ran some traps and was filling up his uh, his sacks. He was probably, I don't know if he was going to sell them or what. Crawfish, I think, is going for what, three ninety nine a pound right now, $4 a pound raw. So anyway, he was uh, booked with theft of livestock, taking fish without a commercial license and a commercial gear license required. And uh, he is being held uh, on a $25,000 bond. Which crazy is uh, you know, they got people in some of these big cities that uh, get arrested for shooting people that don't even have bonds that high. We take our crawfish seriously here in Louisiana. Don't be stealing our damn crawfish. Go eat your own crawfish. Don't be stealing people. That's a, a lot of people make their living doing that, and he's stealing it. So this man right here with the sad look on his face because he got caught is, uh, I guess, I'm assuming he's still in jail. Maybe he bonded out. I don't know. But he got arrested for stealing crawfish. Do you know there's got to be a Louisiana story for all the people outside Louisiana? You're probably saying, yeah, really. He got, he got arrested for stealing bugs yeah basically but we love those bugs they are delicious i ate a whole bunch of them uh easter sunday let's move on to the next story these pretty people here y'all gonna wish these people y'all next door neighbors when you see these picture i pull up uh i think it sells whole story let's pull them up You'll see. I know y'all want to. I, I think these people might live next door to uh, Freebird. No, I'm just joking. That that that's just some. I shouldn't be mean like that. That's two ugly son of bitches right there. But everybody's got somebody that loves them, so I guess they married each other. Uh, anyway, this is in Prairieville. Uh, the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office announced the arrest of two more suspects in connection with the death of death of Crystal Scott. Uh, Deanna Garrett, 45, and Denner Garrett, 53. That woman right here is 45 years old. My God. 45. Look at her. It's a really bad life. I mean, he's only 53. This dude right here is only like three years, three years older than me. Yeah. Right there. Both were charged with unlawful disposal of remains. According to the Central Parish Sheriff's Office, this duo joined Cedric Credit 43 as suspects who have been connected to the placing of Scott's body inside of a plastic storage container. Following their arrest, detectives learned he visited these people uh, who assisted him with the disposal of the, this woman's body. Uh, Short uh, thing, I don't know if we had talked about it. This young lady had got, uh, they found, she was found inside like a plastic container in a dumpster or something like that. And uh, they think that, I guess they assisted the other people. They had some other people that dumped the body. They're not sure if, they, they're thinking that she OD'd and that they went and dumped the body. That she They didn't kill her, that she had OD'd and they were just, I guess they're going to get rid of the body. So they got charged with, you know, uh, so they're not charged with murder right now. They're still waiting on tox tests and stuff to come back. So, But 
it's a felony just to, you know, throw dead people out in the trash. You just can't do that. But these people right here connected with it. Uh they they do look like scholars from college somewhere. I'm sure he's uh I don't know, he's some kind of um, got him his masters in psychology. And I'm sure she is uh got her master uh, they don't have their masters in nothing. I doubt these people graduated high school. They probably can't tie their own shoes. But they're in jail also. So two beautiful, beautiful individuals right there. Let's see what's up next. Oh, this one happened, I think, last night. This was like, so this one's like fresh. Because it was on my feed this morning when I uh, woke up. This one here is out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. A woman has been hospitalized after what happened? Her five-year-old, her five-year-old child got a hold to her gun and shot her in the leg. Uh, the shooting happened around uh, 2.15 a.m. Thursday, which was this morning, at the Ardendale Oaks apartment complex on Lobdale Boulevard. Baton Rouge Police Department said the woman is expected to survive. Police have not released any other details on this. I'm, I'm, when I, I'm, let's, let's play the guessing game here. My guess is that she had the gun out somewhere not secured or within reach of the child. The child got the gun, playing with the gun, and uh, I guess squeezed off around and pop, popped her in the leg. Well, she's lucky it only got her in the leg. Uh, I got to say one thing. This five-year-old is a better aim than all these thugs out on the street shooting at people and stuff like that because they shoot out like 100 rounds and hit, you know, four people, and none of them are the ones that are uh, they're, they're, they're even aiming at. So I'm sure uh, I don't know if any charges will be coming from that, uh, child endangerment or anything like that. So we'll see. Who knows? Uh, this next one's out of LaSalle Parish. You found it. This one happened uh, recently, too. Uh, LaSalle Parish Correctionals Officer was arrested. What was his correctional officer was arrested for? Uh, for committing sexual acts in front of a prisoner. I mean, I don't know. You got to be a weird person or something that you'd want to, I don't know, do stuff and have a prisoner watch. The South Parish uh, Correctional Officer was arrested Wednesday after committing a prohibited sexual act while in a prisoner's presence, Authority said. According to Louisiana State Police, 36-year-old Jason Cotherman, or Cothman was arrested and charged with malfeasance in office. Trooper did not release any more information on, or, or the specifics of what he did. That's the entire story on it. But if he say that he did something in front of the prisoner, was it a female prisoner? Was it a male prisoner? I don't know. But let's let's play a guessing game again. Let's say Ice Man's guesses. I'm guessing what happened is that he whipped his he whipped his little pee pee out and was like wagging it, jacking it, or something in front of a prisoner. 
I would hope it would be a female prisoner or it might be a male or it might be gender fluid and identified as a, a free person. So technically then he didn't do anything in front of a prisoner because the person identified it as a free person, and not a prisoner. So, but I'm, I'm pretty, if he didn't touch him, I'm pretty sure he's like, Hey, look at this thing, you know, and, and was wagging his PP at somebody, which is just completely asinine. If it was male or female, it shouldn't matter. This dude's obviously a, a moron if, if he did this. And most of these jails and prisons have cameras all over in them. Uh, so he's probably on camera. So that dude's a freaking moron. All right, and this next one, we got another picture. I pulled up a lot of pictures. This lovely lady right here. I'm going to tell you what she did. She a bad girl. Like I said, all these stories or did take place in Louisiana. A lot of them are in Baton Rouge area. Uh, this is a police chase ends with a damaged with damaged police cars in Louisiana. It's out of Natchitoches, Louisiana. The Natchitoches Police Department recently responded to a report of theft at a what? What store did she steal at? The Dollar Tree. What the hell is wrong with these people that want to keep stealing from the damn Dollar Tree? How broke can you fucking be that you have to steal from the Dollar Tree? The Dollar 25 tree. It's a Dollar 20 fucking five. Come on, people. You can dig that change out fucking cushions of your couch or something. You're stealing from the Dollar Tree. Could see if it was like Gucci or, or, or some expensive ass place. It's the Dollar Tree. You risking going to jail. At the Dollar Tree. All right, I'm just gonna just ran it. Sorry about that. I apologize. Uh, I don't apologize because it's it's fucking stupid. You're gonna shoplift at the Dollar Tree. This is uh Brianna Moore right here, 19 years old of Natchitoches, Louisiana. She's accused of taking part in the theft and then leading members of the Natchitoches Police Department on a chase. Upon arrival, officers spoke with the Dollar Tree employees who provided a description of the vehicle they say was involved in the theft. Officers were able to locate the vehicle and attempted to execute a traffic stop. The car refused to stop and led officers on a vehicle chase through several neighborhoods in East Natchitoches before crossing the Church Street Bridge, according to the police department. The chase came to an end after the vehicle hit a utility pole. Three people, including Moore, attempted to flee the crash scene on foot. In the end, all three individuals were captured, including two unidentified juveniles, uh, NPD, which is Natchez Police Department, says during the vehicle chase, Brianna Moore, lovely young lady right here, forced several vehicles off the road and crashed into two police cars. She is currently in the parish jail and faces these charges, contributing to delinquency of juveniles, theft, aggravated flight from an officer, resisting an officer, possession of Schedule One narcotics, uh, careless operation, driving without a driver's license, Failure to stop at a stop sign, running a red light, passing within 100 feet of an intersection. They were nitpicking. They, they, she pissed them off. She fucked their cars up. Driving left of center, 
passing on the left, and the general speed law. If you see something, say something. The Natchitoches Police Department encourages everyone who sees suspicious activity to call 318-352-8101. Uh, so if you see something more suspicious, the Natchitoches call it number. So I'm sure we're all in just but Miss uh, Brianna Brianna right here is a complete idiot first of all for shoplifting the Dollar Tree which I broke ass second of all you're going to get in a car chase with the cops over some shit you stole at the Dollar Tree they would have probably wrote you a ticket a summons for it basically I'm thinking they would have summoned you a misdemeanor summons because you'd have had to steal damn near the whole store to make up enough money to get a felony charge for robbing a Dollar Tree unless you went in there with a gun. You shoplifted at the Dollar Tree and committed all kind of other felony shit running from the cops over your dollar shit. It's a Dollar Tree. Come on. This woman is... I can't say woman. She's 19. This girl is a complete, just complete idiot. Don't 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 rob from the Dollar Tree. It's it's a dollar. I mean, fuck. Call me. I will give you. I'll I'll I'll, I'll donate ten dollars, and you can get you know at least nine things with taxes and stuff like that. It's a Dollar Tree. All right, let's get away from the Dollar Tree. This next one it really isn't crime, but it's just want to talk about it. With my podcast, and I can talk about it. What's up, Aaron? I'm just ranting on all these different Louisiana crimes this evening. Uh, and your cup's done, also. We're gonna have to, uh, I should have brought it in here and think about it. I could have showed you. Uh, we just got to get it shipped out to you now. She did finish your cup. You know how I've been talking about all these juveniles breaking the law and stuff like that well a few years back louisiana changed it where you have to be 18 to be charged as an adult or whatever unless you know commit a severely heinous crime uh before it was 17 for 17 you got charged at 17 you went to grown-up court you went to grown-up jail of course they changed it oh the poor little babies they can't go to court they just 17 and poor little things bullshit these freaking idiot 17 year olds are out here killing more people than the grown-ups are and uh i guess these uh prestigious smart politicians that is a sarcastic comment also are trying or finally seeing the light some of them anyway so a pre-filed bill aims to reverse the raise the age law that took effect in the summer of 2020, allowing 17-year-olds to be prosecuted as juveniles. The point of the law was to keep young offenders separate from adults. They, 17, come on, 17, to me, 16. 16 years old, you know what you're doing. You know you're not supposed to be doing this. You know right from wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, it's just not happening. Yeah, you, you're right, poor little chilling. All honor students and boy scouts and girl scouts. According to some, the problem now is that penalties in juvenile court are far less than juveniles commit adult-style crimes. Many people believe the law in its current form does not work for Louisiana. Well, 
I agree with him on that. When a teenager used his body as a ram to free multiple other juveniles in the East Baton Rouge Juvenile Facility last month, it touched off a night of chaos. An entire wing of the building was locked down, sparking a massive presence of law enforcement and first responders. The East Baton Rouge City Parish was quick to blame the Raise the Age law that took effect recently for all the troubles at the juvenile jail. Well, they didn't have as many problems at this facility. Never seen them in the news, barely ever, until after this law took effect, okay? Because now you're putting all these 17 years and old years old in there. They're, they're actually, you know, 17, come on, like I said, you're grown. You're, you're still an idiot, but, but you know, you know you're not supposed to be being an idiot. Over the last month since the Raise the Age Law, we've had three episodes, City Parish Chief Administrator said. I think all the those episodes, including Included someone in that age range. East Baton Rouge said Monday that during the first quarter of this year, 70% of the juveniles taking up a spot in the juvenile detention center were how old? Yeah, you guessed it. 17. 70% of them are 17 years old and older. Almost all of them are accused of felonies. Currently, the system is overwhelmed across multiple jurisdictions in Louisiana, lowering the age back to what it used to be. That some believe would help decrease the growing backlog of cases. Yes, it would. Start putting these little bastards back in jail. I think it would be a good idea, District Attorney Ricky Babin said. Babin is the District Attorney for the 23rd Judicial District, which includes Ascension, Assumption, and St. James Parishes. Ricky Babin said, as a result of the law change, it's created more work for prosecutors and law enforcement statewide. Now it's forced our hand in causing us to transfer more cases to adult court. They go on and, uh, you know, they got seven 17-year-olds in his jurisdiction that are scattered across the state, three of them in Mississippi, because we don't have no space to put all these kids. Uh, Everyville Parish Sheriff Brestassi said the younger, the younger that are committing these crimes we need a facility closer to house them until we get one we're going to have to, to make a trek to alabama so this year they, the only for closest place they could find was in alabama to house the house these kids or your other option is to send them home with their parents where they're probably just going to commit more crime so but so they're trying to pass the bill to change the law back the way it was before because you know, the poor little 17-year-olds. And it's that, it's barely been, you know, two years that this law took effect, and it's just total shit, chaos. These kids are going just rampant out there, killing and shooting and all this other shit. So hopefully they change it back. And it affected me, too, because I actually, when this shit changed, I had to ask, because usually when I wrote a ticket to a 17-year-old, they just went to regular court. But now if I write a ticket to somebody 17 or younger, they don't get a court date. They they get something mailed in the mail because they have to go to juvenile court instead of just regular court. So it was a big hassle like that also because it applied to all of it, which was just bullshit. So hopefully they change it back. There we go. Number four, got another picture. Look at these two people right here. Ain't they pretty? His hair is better than her hair, though. I'll give him that. I mean, he's got them, them locks. He looks mad. I, I'm assuming that's a dude. 
right over here, I'm guessing. Anyway, they were arrested recently, and uh, they were involved in a, a car chase also. This is in Baton Rouge. Two people were arrested on several charges, including littering, after they tossed a weapon from their car and flipped the vehicle during a high-speed chase through three parishes. So they threw the gun out the car, so the cops also charged their asses with littering, which is like a $500 fine. So they charged them with littering for throwing a gun out the car. State troopers saw a Honda Accord speeding west on I-10 around 1.30 a.m. Sunday. When officers started to pursue, what it happened, they, 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 the Easter Bunny was chasing their ass. That's what happened. It was on Sunday, Easter, and it was the bunny. When officers started to pursue the vehicle towards the LSU lakes, they saw an object thrown from the passenger side of the vehicle and hit the metal railing. They were probably trying to throw it in the lake, and it, they didn't get it there. An arrest report said the vehicle was going so fast that troopers saw sparks fly when the object hit the pavement. The vehicle reached speeds up to 130 miles an hour as it continued through West Baton Rouge Parish and then into Iberville Parish. Troopers watched as the car tried to exit at the Rama exit but lost control on the curved exit ramp, flipping and landing on its roof. Louisiana State Police apprehended Terrence Stelly, 22, um, I'm assuming that's Terrence with the long hair. And uh, Talon Dorso, 20, as both crawled through the back window of the overturned vehicle. Most people would be all fucked up if they got in a crash like that. Don't have scratches on them. Uh, following the arrest, troopers backtracked to LSU Lakes to see what was thrown from the vehicle and found a handgun. Uh, both of them were charged with aggravated flight from an officer, obstruction of justice, reckless operation, and intentional littering. Uh, they don't have a bond listed. Uh, I just thought this story was kind of funny because they charged them with littering for throwing a gun out the car. Idiots. More idiots. Just pull over. I mean, sometimes you get away in a car chase, but I mean, majority of the time you're going to crash and you could possibly die. Or kill, or worse of all, kill somebody or hurt somebody that wasn't even involved in it. Because, you know, you're running for no reason. <laughs> Aaron says it's a good commercial for the car. They don't have a scratch on them. You're right. I mean, the damn thing took a lick. Didn't keep on ticking, but it definitely uh, took that crash. Because I'm sure it flipped several times at that kind of speeds. So, they're just... Like I said, this, I should just call it Louisiana idiots instead of Louisiana crime. Because that's what it seems like we're talking about here. I'm pressing that old Honda Accord doing 130. I'm telling you, you want to know what a fast car is. It's a freaking Nissan Maxima. Nissan Maxima will haul ass. I've been in car chases with two of them. One of them got away from me. Those things will haul. <laughs> Nissan Maximas are fast. I'm just telling you. They are. They're not playing. Oh, here it is. That story slipped backwards. This story here is out of Lafayette. Uh, probably about an hour uh, west of Baton Rouge. Lafayette, a man was fatally shot early Thursday morning. This is past Thursday. As police tried to make an arrest in a shooting that left a teenage girl seriously hurt just hours earlier. 
Louisiana State Police is now investigating the shooting, which unfolded on Paul Bro Avenue and was first reported about 2.30 a.m. Thursday. Officials said the Lafayette Police Department was trying to arrest 19-year-old Trevor Boner. What the hell of a last name? This dude's last name was, is Boner or Bonner. He was accused of shooting a 13-year-old girl. He's 19. He shot a 13-year-old girl. Police negotiators and a SWAT team tried to coax him out of the home. He refused to exit the home, prompting to police. The SWAT team breached the door. After entering the home, officer saw Bonner, Boner, however you say his name, was holding a gun and deployed tear gas. He then fired his weapon at the police. Uh, bad idea. Just, just bad idea. You got that's, that's the SWAT team coming in. They're geared up. I'm sure they had a shield, and you're probably looking at, you know, they had ARs, shotguns, pistols. They had all kind of shit, and you fired your gun at them. Uh, bad idea, because I'm sure they just, a wall of lead came at him probably. After, uh, after he fired his gun, several officers returned fire, which, <laughs> what was he thinking going to happen? According to state police, he was shot and taken to the hospital where he later died. Uh, so, moral of the story is, don't shoot other people, don't shoot at the police, and you won't get shot. He died from stupidity and lead poisoning. Uh, I didn't put it, I don't have a picture of him, but uh, this dude's just an idiot. Uh, I'm surprised they're not like... Oh, you know, he was just on his way to church, and, you know, he's a good boy. And <laughs> Aaron says he thought they were going to run away. I, I, yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. I mean, he was, what, 18, 19? I mean, he's not real bright. Maybe he was waiting on Brianna to get there with his, his Dollar Tree snacks. I don't know. And he was upset about it. But at least it did save the taxpayers some money. And uh, hopefully that little 13-year-old girl will be good. She'll probably have... Uh, some kind of traumatic stress for the rest of her life from getting shot, though. I'm sure, you know, I think I've never been. I've been shot at, but I've never been hit. And I'm sure it's not a pleasant experience. I have White Monster and uh, Crown Apple in there, if y'all wondering. It's delicious. This next one, I'm going to try to do this in a... Did a video. I'm not play video, but I was gonna play the sound on it. Yeah, this this woman here. I think. Do I have a picture of her? I don't think I do. Yeah, I wouldn't think it'd be fun either. Getting shot. Yeah, I do have a picture of her. Uh, let's see, number six. This is the lady that's gonna be talking that you're gonna hear right here. This lovely lady right here. It's out of Monroe, Louisiana, and uh, we'll just—it's a whole news article, but she's talking in it. Let me see where where the video go. I don't see it. Disappeared. Okay, well, I guess we're not going to do it. I don't know what happened to the video. Uh, anyway, this is her right here at Lafayette. Uh, I mean, sorry, Monroe, Louisiana. That's way up north, closer to the Texas line. 
Mary says, I've had, had a couple of friends that have been shot and they don't recommend it. Well, I'm, you know, <laughs> zero out of 10 people recommend getting shot that have been shot. This happened on Tuesday, April the 12th, uh, around 8.21 p.m. Monroe police were dispatched to the 1400 block of South Grand Street in reference to a disturbance. Officers made contact with a juvenile victim who advised that who advised that a black female waved a firearm during a verbal confrontation. Because, you know, everybody just wants to whoop a gun out now for, uh, you know, because nobody can just argue with each other, unfortunately. I don't know why. According to the police, the suspect yelled, I don't care if they kids or not, I'll shoot them. At the victims, officers made contact with the suspect who was identified as a 33-year-old Terry Morrison. That would be Miss Terry right here. According to Morrison, she was in an argument with the victim and went into her residence to get her black 9mm Taurus. What? I mean, who cares what color the fucking gun is, really? I mean, most guns are either white or I mean, black or silver. She also advised the officers that she waved the firearm while yelling at the victims to scare them off. Well, I'm glad she's just admitting to all these crimes that she committed. She's making their job a lot easier. We appreciate you, Miss Morrison. Morrison was placed under arrest and transported to the Washita Correctional Center. She was charged with aggravated assault with a firearm. Uh, so she went to jail, but at least she did admit to her crime. I don't understand why everybody, first thing they got to do is grab a gun nowadays. Why we have so many people getting shot? It's stupid. It's ridiculous. People like this uh, after being arrested for something like that should not be allowed to own a gun because obviously they're not responsible with it. It's people doing stupid shit like that that gets people killed. And usually innocent people killed, not even people that they were shooting at. So, Miss Morrison is another idiot. Oh, this next one is the one I have to listen to. No wonder I'm losing my mind, people. I'm losing my mind. This next one we get to get it. And uh, she's, I can understand why this lady is upset, but uh, you don't need to be saying it on the news. Okay? Don't tell the news media. This happened in Rain, Louisiana. This mom is, like, really mad. Her son was shot in the back. And uh, she says she's willing to take matters into her own hands. As soon as this ad stops playing, we will... Uh, Boot it up. Let y'all hear it up. Here we go. Is this it? Yeah. Justice for her son after she says he was shot in his back this weekend in rain. News 10's Rodrika Taylor talked to the mother who says Rodrika. the rain police department just isn't doing enough. Right here on North Bradford Street this past weekend, authorities tell me a shooting happened. A mother says her 17-year-old son was shot in his lower back. Now she wants justice. I'm 39 years old. I done lived my life. I will die trying, and I'm not stopping till they in jail. And if the cops don't do nothing, I 
I'm going to be in jail because justice will be served. Kyra Babineau recalls a message she got this past weekend about her son. Saturday morning around 3 o'clock I got a call that my son had been shot. Uh, like my heart literally stopped. And all I kept thinking was my son was dead. Fortunately, her 17-year-old son is alive. She shares this image of her son's back, who she says was shot. Just seeing him can't reach down for nothing, can't bend down, can't tie a shoe, can't bathe himself, very heartbreaking. She says she went to the Rain Police Department about the incident. I mean, like when people get in a fight, they arrest them. When people hang around the stores, they arrest them. And these little boys been shooting up people's houses, shooting at people, and nothing's get done. She adds this shooting is not the first she had to deal with. I still have a bullet hole in my kitchen, five bullet holes outside my house, and now my son got shot. She wants justice for her son. I'm here because, like, I don't want to get a call saying my son dead. And as a mother, I'm not stopping. And I'm sorry to say if I have to take matters into my own hand, I will because my son could have been killed. The Rain Police Department is investigating this shooting. If you have any information, contact Crime Stoppers of Acadia Parish at 337-788-TIPS. In Rain, Rodrigo Taylor, KLFY News 10. Anyway, that's that. Uh, she's like, I don't care. I don't live my life. She's 39 years old. I don't think that's, I mean, that maybe in her opinion, that's uh, a whole entire life. I'm 51. I feel like I'm hoping I got at least another 30 or so in me. I'm hoping for even more. She's uh, willing to go. Uh, if your house is getting shot up that much, maybe, maybe you need to look into why that your house is being targeted what is your kid into uh maybe he's uh doing some shit that he shouldn't be doing also that's bringing this bullshit around you so maybe you need to look into your parenting skills and if something does happen if somebody does get shot in that area i'm sure i'd be the first one i'd, I'd go have to check on her over there say, oh, did you get your justice so she's another idiot hello jojo uh I hope you're feeling better. I This is just a pop-up I decided to do because I didn't get right tickets today and I had a lot of Louisiana crime to uh, get through. So, let's go on to our next idiot. This one's really good here. Because you got, you got to be, this woman's going to be a rocket scientist one day. This one right here. See this lovely young lady right here? She... Is extreme. I'm not even gonna do a hot nut because most damn near every one of these people could be hot nuts the way they're doing this shit. It'd be hell of a voting. I'm glad you are feeling better. This one here's uh where's that out of Baton Rouge, and I don't even reason I have a lot so many Baton Rouge stories and stuff like that is I'm. I just live closer to Baton Rouge. Uh, they have, you know, I could pull probably another shit ton out of New Orleans area. Uh, the ones I get in my news feed, I guess from the areas that I am closest to, it sends them to me. Anyway, from Baton Rouge, deputies arrested a high schooler, this lady right here, after she was accused of what? She was dealing drugs. What kind of drugs? She was on uh, Selling infused gummies to classmates at school, at school who later ended up in the hospital. Yes, selling bad dope. East Baton Rouge Sheriff's deputies were first tipped off about the crime after paramedics were called to Liberty High School for a reported overdose Monday. You must have to eat a shitload of weed gummies to overdose on them, huh? I'm not sure. I'm not a dope guy. 
uh, there they learned that a 16-year-old had been given the THC laced snacks by another student identified as 18-year-old Sierra Rucker. That's Miss Rucker right there. Miss Rucker was causing a ruckus. That student was taken to the hospital after she had a bad reaction and believed she was about to die. I bet you, I bet you, she don't eat no weed gummies no more. I probably taught her ass. I would hope it would teach her a lesson if she thought she was going to die. When confronted by the administrators, Rucker denied any involvement. No, that wasn't me. Mm-mm, girl. Mm-mm, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. But the school's assistant principal un- un- uncovered two bags, two bags of contraband gummies, as well as a vape pen later found to contain marijuana on her person. Oh no, no, that that that's not mine. These ain't my pants. That's what they say, right? Not, these ain't my pants. I think that not even gummies get up in there. I don't know <laughs> who put them gummies in here. She was booked into the East Baton Rouge jail for contributing to the delinquency, delinquency of juveniles and several drug drug charges. Yeah, she uh <laughs> I'm not gonna pull up the sound effects. I got that one that says these ain't my pants. Uh yeah, she uh Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Think she got expelled? I think she ought to be expelled. Look at that. Look at the expression on her face. It's like, y'all motherfuckers are wasting my time. Look at her. She don't care. All righty. Pull this idiot down. We'll bring gummies to school and just give them out to people. We're heading on down. We're doing pretty good. We done went through... uh. Hit up on number on number thirteen on the stories, and we're only forty something minutes in. That's pretty good. Trucking on along here. Got pictures here too. These two lovely fellas right here, young men, church going boys, uh, Eagle Scouts, both of them. This is what they were arrested with. wasn't a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Aaron says he was waiting here that there were laxative gummies. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have been as bad. Uh, they were arrested with these weapons, a little bit of weed up there, uh, scale, got the AR, some pistols. Pistols with extended mags. They are uh, involved with street gangs is why they were arrested. It says two more arrested in Baton Rouge gang crackdown. Baton Rouge police arrested two more suspected members of the Bankstown Mafia, a gang connected to multiple shootings, homicides, and drug trafficking. The East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office's deputies apprehended Tawan Thomas, 34. I'm guessing that's the guy with the dreadlocks over there. Well, I don't know. I'm guessing. And Eric Walker, 32. Well, this little dude right here, he don't look, he looks like he's like, 18 years old. I guess he's 32. This was uh, on Monday. Last week, the sheriff's office said they arrested eight other members of the gang after a month-long investigation. <clears throat> Narcotics agents with the sheriff's office obtained arrest warrants for Thompson and Walker after finding drugs and a weapon at an address on 75th Avenue last week. Following items were seized during the search. Three pounds of marijuana, 6.2 pints of Promethazine, 24.5 grams of crack cocaine, two doses of Adderall, three digital scales, one handgun, gun parts, and ammo. Both Thompson and Walker were booked into the 
East Baton Rouge Parish Prison on several counts, including charges for criminal street gang activity. Uh, so hopefully they'll be off the streets for a little while. Uh, they'll get a bond. I don't know what the judge will set it at, but uh, maybe it'll keep them from killing anybody else anytime soon. We'll see. Probably not. Let's see what we got next. I actually got to turn the page. I was wondering if I was going to get to all and I didn't even write them all down because I didn't think I was going get, to get to all of them, but I guess so. This don't take quite as long because I don't have nobody to bounce stuff off of. Uh, and next one's we got two more people arrested. That's just people going to jail like crazy. These two fellows right here. Where they at? Number 10. Right here. These two fellows right here. This guy's kind of like, I don't know, why, why you throw your head back like that to take pictures. I don't know if it's supposed to make you look tough or, or what or maybe he's got neck problems i do not know two people were arrested after a southern student allegedly was taken from campus and raped in saint gabriel a southern university student was allegedly there's that word i had somebody write me on on, on things saying i ought to make a have one of my shirt do one of my shirts and have allegedly put on the back of it i'm thinking about doing that since we love that word allegedly so much she was taken off the campus against her will and brought to saint gabriel where she was raped sunday according to saint gabriel police department the student showed up at our lady of the lake sunday and told the medical staff that she had been sexually assaulted investigators arrest arrested justin young i don't know which is which who is charged with first-degree rape and false imprisonment. Officers also arrested Kirkland Williams, who was charged with principal to first-degree rape and principal to false imprisonment. First-degree rape charge I know is mandatory life if you get convicted of that. Police did not describe the attack as random. Officers said the victim was acquainted with Young, but they were not friends and did not know Williams before the rape. The pair were arrested Monday and are being held without bond. Young is currently on probation for an unrelated charge. I would like to know what that charge is. The university has declined to make a comment. I'm sure neither one of these motherfuckers are in college. They probably saw the girl somewhere and just, you know, hey, girl, how you doing? Next thing you know, you got kidnapped and raped. Uh, feel sorry for that girl. That be, you know. That's one of the most horrible crimes that I want, you know, being raped. Nobody. That should happen to nobody. Piece of shits. So, on to the next one. No pictures on this one, at least. So, y'all are lucky. This one. A 14-year-old leads uh, deputies on a car chase in a stolen truck that the 14-year-old stole. And uh, ended up crashing into a canal in the Gross Tate area. Police ended a chase along I-10 after a 14-year-old driver crashed the stolen vehicle into a canal off the interstate. The West Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office said the teenager stole the vehicle from his neighbor, Shane Shows, in Point Copie Parish. Boy, if Holster was here, he, can't get no, he wouldn't be getting these names right <laughs> Both the boy and the truck have reportedly been missing since Sunday night. Deputy said the vehicle ended in the, ended up in the canal near the Gross Tate exit. 
the last couple of days we we've given we've gotten calls where people have spotted it we just weren't in the right place at the right time today we just happened to be at the right place at the right time explained lieutenant ken alvarez of the west baton rouge parish uh, sheriff's office before deputies could stop the team in the truck they first would have to catch him Someone saw him getting on I-10. One of my guys just finished working an accident on I-10. He was able to spot the young man, get behind him. Traffic is at a complete standstill, thinking this would be a good time to maybe try and stop him and apprehend him. But as soon as we turned the lights on, the young man took off, Alvarez said, leading deputies down the interstate. The pursuit began began at the foot of the Mississippi River Bridge, going for 12 miles until he ended up in the water. When he came off the exit, he immediately has to make a 90-degree turn. He either has to make a right or left turn there, and he went straight, which straight ends up in the bayou, Alvarez said. And shows watched as, as his truck was pulled from the water. I'm very disappointed, he said. I'm sure he is. And his truck was completely submerged. But in the end, he was happy. His neighbor is okay, even though his truck is not. Uh, I guess this dude's a better man than I am. Uh, some little punk-ass kid, even though he's my neighbor or whatever, steals my shit. And then he crashes it and totals my truck and stuff out that he stole. And I'm just happy that he's going to be okay. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not happy he's okay at all. Aaron says he's better than him too. Yeah, I mean, I'd be like, no, no, throw him back in the water with bricks on his feet. Because he's 14, he's already committing felonies like this. What do you think he's going to do when he's grown? So, no, I'm, I'm, I would, that dude's way better than me. I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm so, I'm so happy that the kid's okay. I'm like, the little bastard didn't get hung up in the seatbelt or something. Yeah, I mean, like, like better than me. I was worried about if he was going to get hurt or hurt someone. I'd be worried about him hurting somebody else. And I, I'm sorry, I mean, I can't. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad all this came out to came out to an end. I guess this is as good as it can be. The trucks totaled, so whatever. But nobody got hurt. He said, "This dude here, just <laughs> this dude here's Mister Nice." I mean, this dude's Mr. Knight. I'd be like, they wouldn't be able to put me on the news. We were unable to quote the owner of the vehicle because it would just be like, bleep, 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 bleep. I'd have been furious. And this man's just, well, I mean, at least it turned out okay. Take your, your truck's total, dude. I don't make myself cry. I'm laughing so hard. Jesus. It's like this dude just. This dude's like super nice. The teenager is currently in the custody in custody and will likely be sent to a juvenile detention center in Alabama, according to the district attorney Clayton. I I, I guess I'm, I'm hoping that he had full coverage on it, Aaron. I mean, a lot of people around here when you have over, old, some older vehicles, they'll just put liability on them, and you know it's not it's just going to pay for the other person's vehicle. So. I mean, if he only had liability, his insurance ain't going to pay crap. Hopefully, he had full coverage and it pays for it. And maybe that's why he's happy. I don't know. He's just, that, this dude's just, this dude's like super freaking nice. 
Mr. Show is completely nice. Way nicer than the Ice Man would ever be. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping he's covered too, Aaron. All right, this next one, number 11. This is the last picture, and we got one more story after this one. This 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 fella right here, he's a he's he's a big winner too. This is uh Baton Rouge. He he was a juvenile when he got put. He was in the juvenile facility. Anyway, he says teen locks guard in the bathroom, escaped the juvenile detention center. He's the latest uh, one to get out. Of course, we have a picture of him up here, so that means he's not. 17 no more so he's at least 18 or older or we they wouldn't even release a picture this was in bridge city this wasn't the baton rouge when this was the bridge city one authority sent sorry authority spent the weekend searching for a troubled teen who beat up a guard and locked her in the bathroom after escaping the facility so he beat up a female he beat up a woman who's a guard at this juvenile facility and then locked her in the bathroom so just for hitting a female, he's a big giant piece of shit. Sources said Jonathan Sherad Jr., who escaped the Bridge City Center for Youth, has a history of trouble. He also escaped last year and was captured in Lafayette Parish. JJ says she's got to go back to work. All right. You be careful out there, JJ. You watch them uh, kangaroos. Stay away from them. I don't need you scratched up or nothing. <laughs> the problem with juvenile escapes at the Office of Juvenile Justice Facilities have been called to question recently. We, we went into all of that. They had four teens escape from the facility the, the month before that. And uh, anyway, this guy here just beat up a female guard and locked her in the bathroom. And that he escaped also. And this wasn't his first time escaping a juvenile facility. He shouldn't be in a juvenile facility. This piece of shit ought to be in a big boy jail. That's the problem with that law we talked about earlier. It's it's shit like this right here. That's the problem with it. So hopefully, hopefully they change it. See what we got. Oh, this next was just. It's just fucking just horrible, too. I got this time. This this one out, like, almost perfect. That don't happen too often. I mean, this one is uh, out of Napoleonville. Uh, a 17-year-old was arrested this week. We got to hear this age, right? 17. For, and let's get our other favorite word, allegedly. He was arrested this past week for allegedly raping a child that was uh, no more than 11 years old last summer, which, I mean, what, 10, 11? I mean, come on, man, you sick bastard. The Assumption Parish Sheriff's Office told WBRZ the investigation into the current, the incident started in February of last year. Or was it this? Or was this year? The investigation revealed the victim was a young girl under 12 years old. The team was arrested. He was arrested Tuesday and faces the charge of first degree rape, which is a, a severe felony. 
uh, the suspects who was whose name was not released due to his age, because he's 17, is being held in custody pending the outcome of a hearing. But no, he committed a major freaking felony. As an adult, you get charged with first-degree rape, and you get convicted of first-degree rape. Where do you go? You go to prison for the rest of your life. No possibility of parole. Life. Mandatory life. No good time. None of that other shit. But no, because I'm 17 years old, we can get away with it. Which, I don't know about y'all. I mean, what we were talking about earlier with that law. It just pisses me off. I mean, these kids know that. These kids know that. So, I mean... Like I said, it, 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 they need to change the law back. Uh, y'all were listening last night, you know, talking about Louisiana law, that, uh, you know, the guy that killed his girlfriend on Facebook live, uh, Louisiana. Uh, from what I was understanding today, some more information came out on it. And uh, from what I'm understanding, like I said, it's just what we read in here is that she did not die from the stab. They don't think she died from the stab wounds, that she was still alive when he set the car on fire with her in it. And she died from, they, they think she might have died from smoke inhalation. So you talk about her, she's sitting there tied up to the steering wheel, can't get out, and uh, and dies like that. It's, I mean, how horrible can that be? I'll just brief over a couple since we've got a few minutes left. Uh, they had a man that was shot by deputies uh, recently on I-10, I the interstate, uh, following a crash. He had weapons in the vehicle. He uh, it was at St. John the Baptist Parish. They responded to a 911 call early Sunday morning about a vehicle partially submerged in the marsh after it went off the westbound on-ramp near US-51. Jacob Jacoby, I think Jacoby Williams, 20, was a passenger of the vehicle and was shot by a sheriff's deputy when he and the driver, Kendall Pembroke, got into a confrontation with law enforcement at the scene. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Aaron. Uh, on Wednesday, St. John Sheriff Mike uh, tried to shed light on what led to the gunfire. According to the sheriff, William had an AK-47 in his lap when deputies opened the car door. They said Traeger said Williams initially complied with commands for him to put his hands up, but uh, but then he started to resist when the deputy grabbed his arm. During the struggle, the sheriff said Williams reached for the weapon in his lap and the deputy fired a shot, striking Williams. After the shooting, Trigger said deputies rendered first aid. They rendered first aid to uh, to Williams. Uh, they got him to the hospital in the sheriff's office vehicle. Family members said this week that Williams was still hospitalized in critical condition with a gunshot wound to his face. I believe they tried to save his life, the sheriff said, and I believe that their efforts have proven so far that they've done a good job. He also refuted claims on social media that Pembroke and the other person in the car is the one that contacted 911. I have no record to indicate that neither one of them called 911. He also accused Pembroke of making threats toward law enforcement officers online. 
why don't you come in and speak to Louisiana State Police based on everything that I've said today. And if anything is different than what I said today, I welcome. No, I challenge you to come in and say that, the sheriff said. State Police said after the press conference Wednesday that an arrest warrant was obtained for Williams on four counts of aggravated assault on a police officer and the charge of resisting a police officer with force or violence will be taken into custody upon uh, release from the hospital. Uh, Pembroke was also uh, issued a citation for careless operation. So that's what I'm believing on that when uh, they want to argue with the cops. You got a gun. You didn't reach for the gun. You got shot in the face. You know, so don't be a dumbass. But we can't be dumbasses, can we? So uh, as far as I know, the kid's still alive. I haven't heard anything or read anything on him uh, passing away. I'm sure he's on. Uh, probably fucked up kind of got shot in the face i'm sure that's uh nothing good comes out of that so i'm not gonna pull up anymore we're at an hour like i said i wanted to get it out there i've been sitting on a whole bunch of these stories for a while i hope y'all enjoyed it like i said that's a little bonus episode i'm always saving them louisiana crown stuff uh i confirmed today uh have some have some have someone coming in Tomorrow to record an episode that should be released Sunday. So I'm gonna have an in studio guest. It won't be live, of course. I don't do those live, but uh, so uh, I know this guy. He's uh, he tells some funny ass stories. He's extremely funny. So hopefully he don't get in front of the microphone and freeze up like some people do. But uh, hopefully that don't happen because the guy's funny as hell. Other than that, like I said, like and subscribe. Uh, Hit the like buttons, write us reviews. We appreciate it. Go check out the Etsy store. Uh, I got links in the descriptions on everything. You know, you know, I don't charge anybody for anything. If you want to buy a little a t-shirt or koozie or something, help support the podcast. You know, appreciate it. If you don't, just keep listening. I appreciate that also. Uh, share the videos. Uh, share the podcast. Tell your friends about it and stuff like that. Because uh, it's the only uh. The only way we're gonna we're gonna get bigger and keep getting out there and stuff like that. Oh, uh, they got the uh, the Motor Cop Clubhouse private group on Facebook. You can go on if you want to be a part of it. And you listen, just apply for it, and when I see it, I can approve you. If as long as you're not a not one of these idiots like in here, but you know, join the Facebook. Go join the Facebook uh, page itself. I mean, uh, I've been doing a lot, been a lot more active on it lately. I'm trying to get my social media present out there with it. I'm not real good at it. I also have an Instagram now. Go check that out. Motor Cop Chronicles podcast on Instagram also. And uh, add me on there. And of course, on Twitter, we're on there also. Uh, so anyway, everybody have a good night. Come back uh, Sunday. Uh, I'll release an episode Sunday. Uh, come back Saturday. Saturday, me and our uh, whole star will be live on the Liberty Freedom Whiskey podcast. We talk our politics on that podcast. And go come check us out over there. We will be live on that one probably uh, Saturday, seven o'clock Central uh, time. So if you're in another time zone, you have to figure it out. Uh, seven o'clock Central. Be safe. Watch y'all's backs out there. Uh, see y'all in a few days. Thanks for watching. And remember to smile because Iceman could always be behind you. We're out.